A plane was delayed for over an hour. And the passengers are sitting there in the plane, on the tarmac, increasingly getting irritated and stressed. And a few minutes later, an announcement came over the intercom. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the captain. We will be taking off shortly. And one of the passengers asked a flight attendant, so what was the, what was the problem? She smiled. Well, the pilot was concerned about some noises he was hearing from one of the engines. It took us a while to find another pilot. <laughs> you gotta wait a second for that joke to take off. Now, as seriously as healing and helpful as humor can be when you're dealing with dizziness and stress, sometimes the last thing you really want to do in those moments is laugh, or you can't even laugh. But just for kicks, I wish to test your ability to do a fake laugh. So on three, we will all do a very hearty fake laugh. One, two, three. This morning we're continuing our series, Dealing with Difficulty, Responding to Life's Everyday Problems. And this morning we are looking at dealing with busyness and stress. In today's Gospel from Luke 12, Jesus shares with us these words. Do not worry. Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span of life? So, uh, show of hands, how many of you have ever been busy, worried, anxious, stressed? Lots of hands. Uh, if you've ever felt all those at once, say amen. Amen. Uh, how about lately? Amen. So this is something we're all dealing with on a fairly regular basis. Now, before we really get into the heart of the sermon, we need to recognize one reality about stress. That there's actually a positive aspect to stress. And this is highlighted by the writer Rob Jackson. Stress is a part of life. If you don't have any stress in your life, you're dead. You need a certain amount of stress in your life to accomplish anything. Stress is what gives you the energy, the effort, the ability to actually accomplish things. If you take a violin, you have to put stress on the strings to make music. And if you stress it just the right amount, it creates beautiful music. On the other hand, if you tighten it too tight, the strings snap. So, with the goal of applying just the right amount of pressure in your lives, and not tightening your lives to the point of snapping, let's look at the first point for dealing with busyness and stress. The first point is time out to survive. Time out to survive. Let's say this together. Time out to survive. With God's help, take many time outs in the middle of a stressful day. Time out for a 10 second prayer. Lord, I need your help with this. 
a time out just to breathe deeply. A time out just to look out the window, just to look at creation. And when the anxiety starts to wrap around you, and you feel the pressure about to push you over, time out to survive. It might be a walk around the block. It might be slowly reading an inspiring verse of scripture. It might simply be resting and allowing some music to soak into you. Uh, I find heavy metal music particularly soothing. No, I'm I'm kidding. When I get really stressed, I listen to Justin Bieber and uh, MC Hammer. We'll, we'll, we'll show you MC Hammer later in the pants and everything. He's got, he's got a cool dance that he does. Now, question. Will many time outs alone solve your busyness and stress problems? No. 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 They are spiritual and emotional band-aids. They are spiritual spare tires. They are short-term interventions. I mean, they get you by... But to really take some peace into your busyness and stress, to make some headway in solving that and resolving it and managing it, you're going to have to have some major timeouts. You need time to unplug from the demands of your life. You need a major timeout on a fairly regular basis. Pastor Rick Warren has a very helpful little suggestion for taking timeouts in your life. Here's what he says. Divert daily, withdraw weekly, and abandon annually. Divert daily, withdraw weekly, abandon annually. So the first point for dealing with busyness and stress is timeout to survive. Tell that to your neighbor. The second point for dealing with busyness and stress is time with to thrive. Time with to thrive. One more time. Time with to thrive. So time with God, time with others, time with yourself. At St. John's we say that the disciple, the serious Christian, will regularly rest. Will rest regularly. Let's say that together. Rest regularly. That's in our rule, that's in our seventh mark of discipleship. But here's the thing, if you want to deal with busyness and stress, you need to do more than literally rest. You need to do more than just literally rest. You need to renew. So, question. Will resting alone cure your stress? No, it won't. Sometimes it will, but often as things get bigger and heavier and more difficult, it will not. In fact, you will rest and get up from your nap or from your time off and you will feel just as stressed as you were before. And that's why you also need to renew, rejuvenate, revitalize. So you need to laugh. Uh, My jokes don't help with that. You need to have some good, honest fun. You need to enjoy some good, healthy relationships. So with God's help, yes, rest, but also engage in recreation, revitalization. And then re-engage with your faith, with your family, and your friends. 
Have some fun. How often do you hear that message in church? Have some fun. Now, check this out. I have sat with people, a lot of people, on their deathbeds. And I have sat with people in jail after they've really messed up. And no one ever tells me, Father, I wish I had been busier. They don't say that. They all say pretty much the same sort of things. I wish I had spent more time with God, with my significant other, with my kids, with my family, with the people I care about. Are you setting yourself up to get to the end of your life and wish that you would spend more time with? Now, true or false statement, you tell me the statement is true or whether it's false. Busyness and stress can steal your attention from the people who deserve it. True. Busyness and stress can steal your attention from the people who deserve it. I mean, how many of you have ever experienced some pain from being disconnected from someone you care about because they were too busy? Yep. And if you are missing that disconnected, busy person, reach out to them. Tell them. And if you are that disconnected, busy person, well, get with the program and spend time with. In verse 2 of today's Psalm 62... We hear about the sort of strength and stability and peace that can be found by spending time with the Almighty. God alone is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold, so that I shall not be greatly shaken. Now, we all have to spend time doing stuff. We all have to do that. But make sure to give some of your best hours, your best self, your priority to time with. There is no other way to thrive. There is no other way to thrive. Turn to somebody and tell them that. There's no other way to thrive. Unfortunately for you, I'm not going to tell you some jokes which won't help you to thrive. But it's my RBJ syndrome is acting up. For some of you know what that is. And I just can't help it. So I apologize now for these really bad jokes. Number one. Did you know that I gave away all my dead batteries? And I did so free of charge. Boo boo, hiss hiss, yes. Number two. I had a weird dream last night that I was a muffler and I woke up exhausted. And number three. Why did the scarecrow get a promotion? Because he was outstanding in his field. (laughs) Many of you want me to go out in the field right now and stay there. So, the major points are, the first one is time out to survive. Time out to survive. The second major point is time with to thrive. Time with to thrive. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to toss out just a whole bunch of smaller points. You catch the ones that apply to you. You may be experiencing busyness and stress because you're involved in something you shouldn't be. 
Something morally ambiguous, something morally wrong. This is you? Stop. Make it right. And if you need help to do that, get help. Or you may be dealing with busyness and stress because someone did something to you. They hurt you. They wounded you. And that experience is stressing you out. So get the help you need to heal that wound. Or you may be stressed out because you're just doing stuff, activities, work that really doesn't fit you. It's not a good fit. It's not stuff you should be doing. And so time to find something else. Or you may be doing a business and stress because you can't say no to anybody. You say yes to everybody and their sister. You say yes to Santa Claus when he calls. Time to say no and clear some things off your plate. Or you may be dealing with business and stress because you're trying to prove that you're worthy. Well, I got tough news for that, for that one. Here's how that works. You climb one set of stairs to prove that you're worthy. And guess what? There's another set of stairs. Then you climb that, and there's another set of stairs, and on and on and on. So skip the stairs. Take the love of God's elevator. Now, for some of you, you might need to connect with a counselor, or a penguin, a, a pastor, to take that elevator. Okay. Now, a very serious warning. Underline this in red pen. Kids, this is a good lesson to learn now, but this warning is for all of us, whether we're five or 105. If you don't find healthy ways of dealing with busyness and stress, guess what? You are going to find unhealthy ways of dealing with busyness and stress that you will ultimately regret. And particularly the people in your life will regret. There's all kinds of things you could do. Unhealthy ways of dealing with it. Drinking too much. A substance abused. An inappropriate relationship. Uh, some pastime that becomes all-consuming. There's a lot of ways out there. And you will find one or more and ultimately you will regret it, but certainly the people that you care about will regret it. If some of you have already seen this in your life or the life of others, raise your hand. Yeah, painful stuff. Painful stuff. But you've been warned. Kevin DeYoung, who writes about the life of Jesus, specifically the life, earthly life of Jesus, he's thinking about the earthly life, has these things to say about the earthly life of Jesus. He didn't do it all. Jesus didn't meet every need. He left one town to preach to another. He hid away to pray. He got tired. He never interacted with the vast majority of people on the planet. He did not try to do it all. And yet, he did everything God asked him to do. So if Jesus did not try to do it all, neither should you. And you can also do all that God asks you to do without living a lifetime marathon of soul-starving busyness and stress. 
You can find relief and calm. You can find peace and purpose. The strings of your life can be made to play beautiful music without snapping. So with God's help, time out to survive and time with to thrive. Amen.